And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening, folks. Thank you very, very much for listening. Day today is the 17th of January, year of our Lord, 2023. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bun and Cardigan Show presented by The Athletic. I'm, of course, joined by the on again, off again, man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III of The Athletic. James, you are technically kind of a meta situation that we have going on here right now because you... If you are the type of person to listen to your own podcast on the day that it releases, you're going to be listening to this in Paris. But right now, as you're recording it, you are still in Michigan. How does that feel? It feels fine because normally I record in Michigan and I usually don't listen to our pod, to be honest. Like, I'll, if somebody like sends me something like that was funny and I like forgot because I don't know, we just talked gibberish for a long time, I'll like yeah. maybe check it out or every now and then if we had like, audio issues while recording i'll listen just to make sure everything's smooth uh but it'll be yeah it'll be cool but yes passport situation cleared up heading great heading to paris we should for starters we should let people know we're recording this on saturday yeah this is dropping on tuesday you're listening to this on tuesday um the 17th we are recording today because i am flying to paris on sunday and I do not want to take my mic with me for us to record on Monday. And there's a six-hour, well, for you, it would be a seven-hour time difference. Yeah. So it just, and the Pistons only play one game between, they only play the Knicks. They don't play again until the Bulls in Paris on Thursday. So we're recording now. Hopefully there's n- nothing crazy that happens in the Knicks game because I'm not even going to the game. Uh, it'll, I was going to, yeah, I was going to say because I was like, wait a minute, that's a noon. What's he going to do? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go to the game. I'm just going to get situated and and fly out and make sure everything's smooth. So knock on wood that nothing crazy happens. Crazy stuff only happens when uh, Omari misses, who covers the team for the free press. You, have you heard his his history? Is there like a is he like a jinx kind of guy? Oh, What's you want to hear this? That? All no. right. So here, I don't know this. Here we go. So last year he missed because he had COVID. He missed the Isaiah LeBron. Oh. He was on furlough at the end of December, which was so he missed that one week, the end of the week, he missed the Clippers collapse, the Pistons clips or Clippers collapse, which is historic. Wow. Only three teams ever happened to. He missed the Killian Mo Wagner, because that was the same week. <laughs> and he missed the Pistons come back and beat the Wolves and send the Wolves into shambles as an organization. So Wow. Yeah, my my track record's a little bit uh cleaner than Amari's, but yeah, knock on wood that nothing crazy happens in the Knicks game because I will not be there and we will not be talking about it. This is unrelated, um, but you mentioning, you bringing up, I forgot that Omari also got COVID because I remember when Rod got it too. Are you the only guy on the beat that didn't get it? To my knowledge, I have not had COVID, yes. Wow. I'm a two-timer right here, two-time <laughs> world champ. But one of them doesn't count because I, because we didn't know that it existed yet. 
I mean, it still counts. No, it doesn't count. Well, because I technically don't know that that's what it was, but technically I'm the one who gave it to Christian Wood, and technically he's the one that gave it to Rudy Gobert. I think that's what how that worked. I mean, that that very well could be true. Like, I know the, the, the situation that unfolded, but we cannot yeah. prove that. So no. don't so don't take I, that don't take that uh Is that a dangerous thing to speculate on at this point? No, it's not dangerous, but don't harp too much on. I hope you don't beat yourself oh, up over. Oh, I don't it. feel bad. No, I tell it as like an anecdotal like, "Hey, this is hilarious." So basically I you shut down the league. Season. Yeah, that was me. That's why I love telling the stories. Like technically that might have been me. There's a chance. Is it was uh I got tickets uh, for as a Christmas present to a Bucks game that was in uh, February. And uh, that morning, we were driving to from Chicago to Detroit. It was like a day trip. And then we stayed at um, Motor City Casino overnight. And, um, yeah, no, like looking back on it, it was, you know, a month before the league shut down. Not even. I think it was like three weeks earlier. And um, then looking back on it, we started to learn what all the symptoms were. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I didn't realize there was that much of a gap between the time you had it and were at the game and uh, Gobert and Wood got it. So I, I think. I don't know if you can take credit for that. As cool as that would, well, take air quotes, air quotes, as cool as of a story as you might think that is. I don't know if you could take credit. There's too much of a gap. Yeah, it's not so much that. So shut yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, we also did mention this. James, technically the day that we're recording this, January 14th, 2023, to the day is the two-year anniversary of the Bun and Cardigan show. Yes, round of applause in your cars and traffic. Maybe honk the horn. Thank you if all. If you hear anybody honking right now, yeah. maybe they're listening to the show too. Yes, thank you guys. It's been two fun years. It's been a blast. Nick, thank you. I want to thank you oh. first. Thank you for uh, for getting up out of bed every Monday night to record with me, to to edit, to have fun, to joke around. I appreciate it. To the listeners, thank you guys. Two years. It's a blast. It's been fun. Um, and we are going to do something special for you guys at the end of the week. We're going to do a best of Bun and Cardigan episode where my my friend and partner here, Nick, is going to pick different bits and pieces from the pods over the years and collage them into one. And so if you've been listening to day one, you get to hear your favorite stories again. Um, if you're a semi-new listener and you've heard jokes about previous stories, stories or pods and you never got a chance yeah. to go back and listen well here you go so uh look out for that at the end of the week you know the sneaky good thing about this is um you and i have been pretty vocal about like hey new people listen to the show all the time sometimes it's good to repeat stories right yes i think this episode will really serve as like ideally right i still have to go through and, and listen to all these episodes and make sure i get all the crucial moments but it really should serve as like the the reference bar right if we talk about something it'll probably like the tgi friday story of course yeah. is going to be there's a spoiler right there it's going to be the first one in there because that's like the most referenced yeah. thing this is the greatest hits album yeah in two, two, two years. years yeah and you know when we did the we did 100 episodes like six months ago and that's when we had on isaiah and i remember making a comment i was like you know six months ago we celebrated one year and six months from now we're going to celebrate two years i was like we do a lot of celebrating on this show and i kind of felt guilty about that and i was like you know what man not a lot of people do something consistently for two years and we do this every single week sometimes we take a week off you know everybody does yeah. but we got pto uh <laughs> but we do this every single week for for two years dude and it's hard that's not to say like it's hard sometimes like it's not to say that when we started have a lot to talk about often like when we started we didn't really know each other like we did but we didn't no, it was just a idea of yeah, the idea we had of 
the reporter and the fan doing a pod together. Because we had done like, you know, a handful before, whether it was on mine or mine and Matthews. And, you know, we, we had I think we had, you know, we had each other's numbers and stuff and we had communicated, but we weren't like you had like my boys. Number. Oh, I was. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I, I was. I, I didn't have a contact. I, I, again, I reached out to you about doing this pod. So, yeah, man, two years. Cheers. Blows my mind. This bumped me over Cheers. the mic. There, or the yeah. Camera, there we go. Now, finally, let's get into the show. Levels. Do I? I don't know. I do. Maybe that's what I saw. You have something to promote that Pistons fans are really going to enjoy. Oh, yes. Uh, so by the time you guys are listening to this, uh, it will already have been out a day. But on Monday, I dropped a What I'm Hearing Part 2 as it pertains to the Pistons at the trade deadline. So... Uh, the deadline is less than a month away, uh, so there's some nuggets and tidbits in there about uh, Bojan Bogdanovic, Alec Burke, Sadiq Bey, and Nerlens Noel. So check that out if you missed it on Monday. What is this thing about? I saw some guy post on Reddit. He's like, he's like, why don't we trade Bojan if he doesn't want to be here so bad? And everybody was like, what? The, what do you mean he doesn't want to be here? And he said whatever he said. I don't remember what it was. And it was like, didn't he just sign an extension? Yes. Right. All right. I think people may as I think maybe <laughs> casual fans assume that if a guy's in trade talks, it's because he isn't happy there or something like that. So maybe that's all it was. Maybe he just assumed that Boyan doesn't want to be there. Now, if you'll indulge me for a second, can I do a self promo? I don't do this a lot on this show, no, but I have off. kind of worked a little hard on the last two videos that I made. Uh, I uploaded one, as of this recording, it was today, by the time you're listening, it was a couple days ago, called The Theory of Volatility. James, a few weeks ago, I threw a bunch of numbers at you about the lottery that got really confusing really fast. I don't know if you remember this, but yes. basically what I what I learned was, um, I'll boil this down to like one simple thing. Uh, the third worst record in the NBA has won the lottery the most amount of times. So the video sort of hinges on something like that, right? And a bunch of numbers that go into that in creating a formula on how you can manipulate the lottery and ensure that you're going to win by looking at every single team that has ever won the lottery, putting them side by side and figuring out what they have in common, right? Uh, I said the thing about, you know, who has the worst record. You look at um, uh, what are their what teams are all of the are all of these teams beating? Who are they all losing to? You know what I mean? Like yeah, you went deep a lot that it. goes into it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Motown Noah YouTube channel. Uh, the theory of volatility. Also, the one before that was about Avery Bradley. It was about 13 minutes on Avery Bradley. It was great. It was. It was good. I actually watched it through. So did, did you yeah, really? Kudos to you. I meant to text you, but yeah, I watched it. I was going to ask you to watch this one, too. Okay, yeah, okay, I planned on what, it. Yeah, I haven't yet. What do you say we talk about actual Piston basketball? Who do you want to talk about? For, you wanted to do Hamadou. Why don't you yeah. do your Hamadou? Well, let's spiel. talk about, yeah, Hamadou has been very good playing small ball five. Uh, just his ability to grab and go. Um, obviously, very few in this league can, can keep up with him in the open court. And him guarding big men. Uh, when he gets the defensive rebound, they're, they're just not going to catch him, and, and it's hard for guards already to stay in front of him. Uh, he's just been – he's been very good. He's been disruptive defensively, offensively. He's been getting it, like I said, in transition and going. He's been cutting. Um, just been playing really good basketball for the last two weeks, and um, he's a big reason that they beat Minnesota on whatever day that was earlier last week. And just him giving Rudy Gobert fits and – him giving just outworking the the Timberwolves, 
Um, and he's a big reason that they almost had a chance to be the New Orleans Pelicans on Friday uh, because Valanchunas was having his way with Nerland's Noel. Hami was able to, for until the end, was able to kind of disrupt him and come up with some some big steals and some some big plays. And even Isaiah Livers was ver- doing very well at going vertical and just disrupting shots at the rim. So um, Stewart and Duran were out for all those. It sounds like Isaiah Stewart's going to be back very soon. If he's not, if he wasn't back, again we're recording this before the Knicks game. If he wasn't back for the Knicks game, I'm almost confident um, he's going to be there for the Bulls game in Paris. But Duran is the one I'm not sure with. Uh, but it, it, I mean, I still don't. That's not like a season-ending thing. I just think that they're trying to give him time. But is Bagley okay? <laughs> uh, I saw him riding the bike get- recently. He's obviously got surgery, so he's he's done for a little Dang. bit. Uh, Killian has been really good shooting the ball. Um, I still maintain that he's been their most important player this season. Uh, Bojan has obviously scored a lot of buckets, but defensively, setting up the offense, bringing some semblance of just like control. Uh, Killian's kind of been the the guy in the driver's seat for this season in terms of not necessarily just like the little things, but the closest you can get to winning basketball for like a 12-win team. He's really provided a lot of that stuff. So not a bad week for the Pistons, but – yeah, the schedule's going to get lighter now. A lot of those games were crammed at the top of the year because of what's about to happen because they're going to only have one game in eight days. Uh, after the Knicks game, they play the Bulls in Paris on Thursday. They don't have a game in between that, and then they don't play again until Monday, the Bucks. So schedule's going to lighten up. Um, I, I think you see this team win a few more games in the in the final stretch similar to last year. Yeah. Uh, on the Hamadou thing, uh, playing really big minutes too. Like, the last couple of games, he's getting, like, 25, 30 minutes a game yeah. and going 7 of 8 from the field. Can you just explain to me? Like, I, I get why it's important, but just talk about what the value of it is to help me, like, you know. What is the value and the importance of having Hamadou play this way if Kate is healthy? Like, what does that open up? So somebody, I forgot who it was, asked Dwayne after the game if, like, they may be unlocked something where they can play Hamadou. Like, is that going to be his new thing? Like small ball five. And Dwayne kind of laughed and was like, no, he's like the stuff that Hamadou does. Well, he can still do from the wing. He can still be in the dunker spot. He can still cut. He can still go in there and get rebounds and go. And I asked him kind of the challenges of playing the wing and playing big. He's like, sometimes when you're on the wing, you don't know exactly when to crash the glass and to go get the board. You don't know when to, to maybe stay back and box out. So like, when you're playing the big, like you're automatically you're already under the rim. It's your job to get the rebound. When you're on the wing, it's like a little bit more of a tug and pull. So Hamadou can do all these things from with two other bigs on the floor or another big on the floor, um, and I think he will. I think just the big thing for him, he just brings an energy. He's not taking bad shots. He rarely, I mean, he, there's some sprinkled in, but like he's very few. Um, he just brings an energy to a team that often needs it and needs a little kick in the butt and make needs things to be chaotic. Um, he's I've talked about it before. Like there's two versions of Hami. There's controlled chaos and uncontrolled chaos, and he's been pretty controlled for the last two to three weeks. And I know it might not show up in the wins and losses. I think the Pistons are four and seven in their last eleven or something like that. Well, for, just say four and six in the last ten. That's what a normal person but I, says. Or then they're, but I. Don't think that's. Tankathon, I think they were I was checking. Well, I think I they were four and six morning. before the Pelicans game. Oh, okay. So that's okay. why I said four okay. and seven. Sorry. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah. So I mean, there are a little, a few more wins here and there. Two of those against the the sorry Minnesota Timberwolves. Who? Yeah. Listen, let's talk about this really quick. 
I have. A, we did get an email about the about everything that you were just talking about. Can, do you want to do that, or do you want? I just want to like mention like something about Rudy Gobert. Okay, go for it. Go for it. Valanciunas feasted on Nerlens Noel. Yeah, just dominant. Big time. Thirty-one points in yeah whatever. He just dominated. Rudy struggled. Like it was like when you see what Valanciunas was able to do, and then you see and then you reflect on what Rudy did. It's like, yeah, it kind of makes sense. Kind of makes sense. It all when you have that that comparison just a few days later, it, it all it all makes sense. That's all I'll say. You know, speaking of Rudy Gobert, what do you think is a more useless stat: quarterback wins or screen assists? Quarterback wins. Oh, I love that. You think screen assists are more important than quarterback wins? I think screen assists are big. Yeah, I love that take from you. Yeah, I, I think there's. I mean, hell, this is a pick and roll league. Yeah. So you agree Matthew Stafford is the best quarterback in Lions history then? Uh, I have a joke that I always <laughs> say to this, but I can't say it on the air. Ooh. Uh, so let me read this email yes, real being, quick. Yes, Matthew Stafford is the best quarterback in Lions history. That's like being the uh, the cutest the cutest girl in a, at an ugly all-girls school. From Mark, mailbag, I love the show. Please talk about the no center thing. Or sorry, please talk about the no center lineup, such as three power fours with Bay, Bogey, and Diallo. What is your opinion on this going forward? I think basically my question to you is, just in that vein, is like, you're. It sounds like you're very much a fan of it. Uh, nah. I mean, I don't think it's sustainable long term. I I like it in like spurts, like okay. maybe, but like, they couldn't defend Valanciunas. By the end of it, they got they fouled, they fouled, they fouled at the end and got worn down. It's not sustainable, I don't think, but. Um, maybe it's a, a wrinkle that you can go to when you need some energy or just need, need, need the pace of the game to pick up a little bit. What has the, um, spread been like in the media room this year at LCA? You haven't been talking about the food very much. I thought it was like, I thought that was like the whole reason you go. <laughs> I mean, I'm just used to it. It's the best in the league. Yeah, but I mean, any food that you can imagine has been there. Like there's tacos, there's lamb chops, there's steak there's vegetables there's mac and cheese there's fried chicken there's baked chicken there's it's like a fucking or freaking golden corral <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what else you want me to say shout out to ponderosa i've been watching uh, i told you this last night i've been watching a lot of hell's kitchen so i know what all of those foods are you know what chicken is and mac and cheese good do you want to cook like yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah who's been the most uh, famous person there uh, there haven't been a ton of famous people like Babytron, probably no. most famous. <laughs> Relax. Uh, the most famous person. I mean, Jalen. Uh, no, there's been more. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It kind of just like depends on, like Flavor Flav was there. That's right. That was kind of recent. Yeah, that was kind of recent. Uh, Derek Coleman, uh, Royce the Five Nine. Uh, yeah, I mean he's objective. I think. I mean, well, you think he's he's uh, Detroit's best, right? I think he's right now at this point in time probably the best r- rapper out of. I mean, hits between him and Elzai, but we're not here to. We're not here. To, oh, with that, uh, prayers up to Boldy James, Detroit rap legend, who was in a car accident last Monday and sounds like he broke oh. his neck but had surgery and. Uh, so prayers up to Boldy. 
Yeah, holy smokes. This pod is an interesting pod. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah, we're kind of going a lot of directions yeah, this is, with this. We'll see. Hey, really quick, James, can I, we wrap up? Okay. Can we just wrap up Pistons talk? Yes. Because sure. there's not a lot to talk about from this past week. Uh, Killian, we talked to Killian on Saturday. Um, while I'm in Paris, I guess just to give you guys a little tease, obviously we'll be doing at, I don't know if it'll drop while I'm in Paris, but either while I'm in Paris or after, I'm obviously going to do a big Killian story with his family and friends going to be there, and I'm the only reporter going. Um, I'm also going to knock on wood. The plan is to do like a diary with Isaiah Livers, where he's kind of just kind of like chronicle his time in, in Paris. He's never been, so that should be like fun. Like a travel blog. Essentially. And nice. uh, I have two other things set up that I hope come to fruition that you guys should see sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, but yeah, Killian is excited to go play in front of his, his people, his family. He said the, the, the person he's really excited to play in front of is his grandma on his mother's side, um, who hasn't seen him play since he, I think left Europe and it doesn't mm. sound like she doesn't travel very often. I don't know how old she is, but, um, he said this could be the last time she sees him play cause it, he doubts he'll play in Europe again or France again. Yeah. So, um, he's very yeah. excited about that. And I know he's going to have a, sounds like he has a busy, busy week ahead. Uh, in terms of media and everything like that. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine. Doesn't it kind of ah, – maybe this is – you're going to call me a sicko. Yeah, right? I am. It's, you're all getting – isn't it just so Well, cute no, 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 that... no, no. It's worse. Like, doesn't it kind of make you wish Seku was here? Oh, he might be How there. Cool he might be, be in Section 106. Ro- <laughs> seat, the middle row? Seat 7. He'll be in the middle row? Yeah. Is it uh, – I, we we talked about that today before practice. Like, what are the odds Seku like buys a ticket, like a general admission ticket, and goes? Like, I think there's a, I, a good chance. Uh, man, it's hard to get tickets. I I'm first of all, I'm shocked at how many people have emailed us alone and are like, "Yeah, I'm going to the game. Hope to see you guys there." I'm like, "Well, James is going. It's not me that's going." <laughs> um, and not only that, but uh, I remember seeing this. On, I read, read a few articles about this. I saw this on Reddit. Um, it's like people just can't get tickets and are like hoping that like scalpers exist, which they probably will, which, Hey, we did get a lot of emails about, uh, some of my tips that I, that I gave you and also some new ones. Yeah. Do you want to get into some of those? A lot of people said yours were terrible, but go ahead. Yeah. That's the, let's get that's, Okay. Did we wrap on. on really quick? Did we wrap up everything? Pistons. We talked Hami Killian, uh, Cade was on the bench for the first time since the surgery, mm-hmm. the Pelicans game. I know people like you care about that. Type well, of no beard, men, so yeah, no beard. Um, yeah, like it was a trade thing. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty dry week. Nothing, nothing too crazy happened. So, so I just want to give a quick comment that people did not think my my points were terrible. Um, for those who did not listen to last week's episode, I gave James uh, some points of emphasis when he goes over to Europe uh, to not stand out like an American, right? And one of them, I will admit, that did receive some pushback was the whole, like, don't bring a suitcase thing. But to be fair, we did agree at the time, there's nothing you can do about that. You were going to have to bring one, of course. So I was, like, going to let it slide. And honestly, for democracy's sake, I will chalk this one up to the the lovely emailers and listeners of the show. And we will revoke that one. So you are free from the shackles of having to backpack around uh, France. Good. Congratulations, I'm bringing two things of luggage. So Now... This one, I think you will appreciate, and I think it makes your PSA last week seem all that more important uh, when it comes to passports. Okay. Hey, guys. Heard your advice about passport expiration in the last pod and just found out that uh, about mine a week ago. 
agreed that James, wait, agree with James that there is no way anyone would know and this de expiration date is completely meaningless. I have a trip at the end of January and have the expiration date of February, so I will need to get it updated before I leave. Found out that I can get it updated sometime 14 days before I go in person. Question to James, is that a similar method you had to go through to get it updated so soon? How was that experience? I need to do that, but I'm worried it will not work and I will have to miss my trip. Love the pod. Keep up the good work. So yeah, I don't know if you want, like I don't yeah, well, something I had you want to talk I about. I had cool. the exact same experience. Yeah, so uh, the process is a lot easier and smoother than it appears uh, as someone who was in your position not that long ago. So as soon as it hits the 14-day mark, like when you're – so if you're leaving on the 31st, on the 17th, you call the passport, the U.S.gov passport, whatever number. Um, you tell them your situation. You need to renew your passport. You weren't aware of the – the uh, that the months had to be expanded beyond the days or beyond the destination or return date. Um, they'll set up an appointment for you. You take your um, they'll they'll give you a list of the documents that you send or that you need to bring. You bring those documents to your meeting. It takes took me ten minutes. Uh, they tell you that you will get it the next day if you pay for expedited. If you pay for the expedite, so for like one hundred ninety dollars, I got my I had my meeting on Friday or Thursday. I got my passport in hand on Friday. So once you get the meeting, as long as you can get the meeting two to three days before your flight, you should be fine. This is something that I like actually genuinely appreciate this because I don't know if anybody else feels this way. I mean, they clearly do. But this is something that I would have never have known. I didn't And know. we did yeah. get some – because I did say last week that I don't have a passport. Uh, we did get a lot of emails about people being like, hey, you need to get a passport. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll do that. I do want to go uh, a bunch of different places. I will say, James, a lot of people also uh, commended you for identifying that uh, you should at least try to speak French. It's okay if you fall on your face. They just like the attempt. That's really all that it is, yep. um, as evidenced by this lovely emailer here. Fellas, love the pod. Been a fan since you guys started listening to the Paris trip discussion and laughing my ass off. Specifically, excited to hear how you're going to do a five-day trip without luggage. Now, listen here, Anthony. I did not say he couldn't bring luggage. You did. Okay. It's exactly uh, what you said. Not going to dox him. Not going to dox him here, but he is an American living here in America and has been to Paris, Paris once. In my own experience, everyone was extremely gracious and even hitting the non-tourist areas, areas, almost everyone spoke English. That said, they did seem to appreciate our clumsy attempts at speaking French, but quickly switched to English as soon as we started to look scared and confused. God, that would be so real. You're also right that everyone smokes. Nice. All that said, my wife and I are absolute sickos and are going to be back for the Paris game next week, as well as another, uh, as well as with another couple uh, that are diehard Bulls fans. If we run into you, James, I will awkwardly say hi. I look forward to it, Anthony. Thank you. And while we're on the topic, uh, I met two gentlemen from England at the Pistons game on Friday. They flew over. Nice. His buddy was a, Cleve a Cavaliers fan, I believe, or a. Uh, a Pelicans fan, and so the Pelicans after Detroit played in Cleveland, so they were driving down there. I'm sorry if I forgot your name. They're big fans of the podcast. Uh, I appreciate the support, and it was cool to meet you at the game. That sounds uh, incredible. Yeah. yeah, I tell you what, dude, I'm is starting bloke to... a bad word. Like that is called him our English bloke. No, That's dude, friend, right? Dude, it's like dude. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, shout out to our English blokes. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, 
Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Yeah, well, hey, actually, in spirit of that, we have uh, an emailer from across the pond here, little Liverpudlian lad. You know what I mean? No. Hey, Nick and James. (laughs) Hey, Nick and James. Firstly, at the time of your recording, I will be on my Detroit trip, and hopefully we'll have bumped into James at the Pistons' wins against New Orleans and New York. Wait, is this... Is this the guy that you met? Is he from England? Yeah, he's from Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, if he says something about going with a friend who's a Pelicans fan. Hold on. Wait a minute. Is this like a misconnection? Let me read the email. Cause, wait. Yeah, against New Orleans in New York. So he's probably a Pels fan, right? No, no. One of the guys was a Pistons fan. His friend who was with him was a Pelicans fan. So what I think they were doing was right. game in Detroit Friday, driving to Cleveland because I think the Pels and uh Cavs play today maybe I'm wrong but I think they play today Lip, okay I'll just read the email how about I just read it and then at and the end of it we can drive back for the Pistons next go ahead because this was sent four days ago so maybe you bumped into him I don't know anyways firstly at the time of your recording I will be on my Detroit trip and hopefully we'll have bumped into James at the Pistons wins against New Orleans and New York just a few tips on Paris from someone in England I support Liverpool I think you wanted to know that last time Uh, There are pickpockets everywhere. One will bump into you, quote-unquote, by accident, while another will come to help you and try for your pockets. It's it's extremely common in Paris for pickpockets. Be careful near the venue. Liverpool played in the Champions League final in Paris in May, and there were hundreds of stories of getting fans assaulted to steal tickets, robbed, cornered by mobs. Tourist-wise, Eiffel Tower, Arc de Triomphe, and the Louvre are great. Um, Thank you. Oh, and this, have to do this, have to comment on this, I apologize. Finally, got two fun facts for you, Nick, since you were slandering basketball in the UK last time. For posterity, I was not doing that. I said, do Scottish basketball fans exist? That's what I said. And I honestly would kind of stand by that. I think that's fair. I would have that same question. Haven't really heard from him. Anyways, he says, Sam Decker is the best player in our league. Make of that what you will. Well, there you go. Chris Finch (laughs) and Nick Nurse both coached over here for 10 years. They coached against each other in the 2001 finals. I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. I did not. That is awesome, actually. Wow. Yeah. as The, the pickpocket thing is something that uh, has come up a lot to me in conversations about Paris. You know, I got my, as you can kind of see over my right shoulder, my, my leather merce. Um, so I should, everything will be in there. So I shouldn't get pickpocketed. I should be all right. And they'll all smell right, the, James. they'll smell the flint on me. Like no matter where you're from, you, that, that, that scent. Was that like Coney's? It and stings like the nostrils. <laughs> it stings the nostrils. Coney's and like Fago. Uh, a little Luigi's, a little yeah, a little Angelo's cone. You know, some light. Surely we've been over this. Are you a rock and rye guy or a red pop guy? R- rock and rye, if I have to pick. I don't really like, drink. I don't drink pop. What's the best Fago? Is it rock cream. and rye? Oh my cream god! Cream and ro- rock and rye and cream. You're one of those. It's those two. <sighs> You got an album this week? What are you going to listen to on the flight? 
Anybody traveling over to? Yeah, I'd say about. Okay, thought we had more emails. Um, I mean, we. I could read some. I'm a little bit in my. I feel like I'm kind of derailing this by reading them because I'm stumbling over the words and it's. I'm getting in my head about I mean, it. I'm so, sorry. Yeah. I mean, it should, you shouldn't be upset that you can't speak French. You tried to say a whole ass thing in, in oh, French. Oh, you probably oh, shouldn't no. do that. I wasn't talking about that. I was just was stumbling over like every other word. So. Oh. All right, well, yeah, we can wrap it up. I made a, actually, last night I made, or, I'm sorry, uh, Friday night while I was in bed, I made a Paris playlist, and it has, like, 12 hours of music in it. So, should be good to go. It's tough making those playlists, because suddenly, when you need to accumulate 12 hours of music, you're like, I don't know any songs. You're like, I don't know anything. That wasn't the hard part for me. Like, I just kind of, like, in my head, like, I just know my 50 favorite artists and i kind of just like took five six songs seven songs from all of them yeah i think the hard part that's going to be is my mood on friday night when i made it might not be the same as sunday night when i leave so like if i'm sitting there on the plane and uh earl sweatshirt comes on and i'm just like do i really Am I in an Earl sweatshirt mood right now? And then you're like, you know what I mean? But I think I'll be fine. Yeah. I made I, all the songs on there are all like songs I love. So 12 hours of music. It's only an eight hour flight. Um, I'll be good. I, t- I usually just do like the pre-made um, Spotify playlist and I just kind of gamble, you know, so I'll download a few of them. And that way, if it, one That's of them stinks, fair. I'll just, yeah. But I tell you what, because you're on an international flight, you should have one of the big boy planes that have the TVs in the seats, right? Yeah, but I sleep. I'll, that's my goal is to be, is to be knocked out. This is a dumb question. I don't know how it works with flights that are this long. So I've been on a plane when like it takes a little bit too long. So like they do bring the snack cart around twice. On an eight-hour flight, do they just do it like an additional like two or three times? To my you knowledge, you don't get like I mean, actual food. I think you do get actual food on these flights. Do you really? To my knowledge, uh, now I don't know that because my my flight leaves at nine. So I just I don't know if they'll be serving food in the middle of the night, but like I'm sure it's like unlimited snacks. But like I think if it's like a daytime flight, like they will, or if you're like going flying twelve hours or something like that, which I don't even know if you can do. Like I'd imagine they'd have you'd have to stop anyway to get fuel, and maybe that's like a connecting. Flight. I don't know if there's any like one way twelve hour flights. Sure, uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know if planes can go twelve hours without fueling up. But if maybe they just do a pit stop and go. I don't know, but. Yeah, I'm sure. I know that there are like flights that have that serve meals. I don't know if I don't know if because of the time of this one, if that will be the case. I'm going to be asleep anyway. Do you have that? Is my goal is to sleep before it takes off and wake up when it lands. You're still uh, planning on doing the thing where you stay up till like three in the morning, right? Well, now I don't have to because I initially I had a six o'clock flight. Now I have a nine. I had a six o'clock flight with a layover in Amsterdam, then Paris. Now I have a nine o'clock. Uh, flight which is direct so it's almost like i'll just be flying during bedtime oh oh okay wow okay yeah i was gonna say the amsterdam i was gonna bring that up but okay i misunderstood what you were saying wow yeah yeah. i changed flights now but it's a direct flight gotcha dude i'm so pumped for you that's gonna be so fun really excited for that i'm for that travel i'm having I'm, i'm struggling to figure out what kicks to bring because I say that because it's supposed to like lightly rain or lightly snow every single day. And like, I don't want to like take my Chicago's or Travis Scott's and like get stuck in a monsoon and then they're done. So like, I don't want to take like my, I don't want to take a lot of heat. So, or like my Sean Witherspoons are like, I can't take those. Oh, I'd you be can afraid. I'd be afraid. So I think I'm going to take my 
Ama Manier three and fours, little French like where we are. Um, my yellow Tom Sachs, general purpose, and then a pair of. Uh, I'm gonna take my Zion Lows mm. and uh, a pair of New Balances. I'm gonna take like four or five pairs of shoes. Man, New Balances are so tried and true. A true blue three would be kind of nice with the colors, cause France. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I don't have mine anymore. The only threes I have are Fire Red, Georgetown, and the Am Amanier threes right now. Can I be annoying for two seconds? Please. Give me the floor to be annoying. Um, You saying that it's going to be raining and like kind of snowing the entire time that you're in bolded italicized underlined Paris is the most like, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not, I'm not ragging. I'm saying that's the most like aesthetic dream of all time. Oh, okay. Okay. And I'm just like, man, that's going to be so cool. All like right. I would dude, I would take so many pictures. Like it would just be Oh, it's going to be it's going to be I'm going to be flicked up. Um, yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. We finally get it out of you. You ask people to take pictures of you no, all the time. No, 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 I did no. it. Like, Got I'm, it. No, no, no. I don't ask Get his I ass. Never, FBI. I never ask Prison. Him to take photos of me. Of course I'm going to take photos in Paris. My sister's actually going on a trip as I said last week, so we'll be taking photos. Uh Yeah, the only reason I brought up the weather is because i just don't want to like bring like i don't want to no, be stuck in the yeah yeah what else was i gonna say um pull off a shiesty in france gosh what was i gonna say oh i don't know s tier podcasting yeah this wasn't our best podcast but it's not got weird hey what, give us a break it's january it's our two it's our birthday it's our it's yeah, essentially our birthday us, yeah this yeah, is a birthday us, pod yeah, well, yeah, let us have the nonsense. We'll, we'll make up for it with the best stuff, I think. Yeah, you guys will enjoy that. We honestly just did this to hold you guys over because we thought of the best of earlier today, and it would just been impossible to turn around by Tuesday. Otherwise, we would have just did yeah. Schedule wise, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, yeah. so it kind of we kind of got screwed because there's just less games in between now and or like the last episode when we usually record. So sorry about that, everybody. But hey, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars, leave a review, subscribe if you are do feeling it, generous. Do it. Do it. Do it. It's our birthday. Yeah, don't just Please. feel generous. It's our birthday. Come on. Uh, you yeah. can also leave five stars on Spotify. Ladies and gentlemen. Wait, we wait. Before we go, you know what I think would be funny? Can I read our uh, Apple reviews to oh, the God. listeners who probably don't check them? Um, they are the ones who write them. No, but I'm saying they don't go and like check everybody's, I'm sure. Like, uh, let's, yeah, be so careful. We, Sift it we went, we're, we're down to a 4.7 now. Like We used to be a 5 for a while, and now... Obviously, five star is our most uh, given rating, but our second most given rating is a one star. Like people either love us or they hate us. Yeah. All right. So let's let's we'll read any other way. I'm gonna read two good ones and two bad ones. It'll just be funny, and then we can just then was we can a, hit them with the piece. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. First one. Want to give a shout out for the green tea pang recommendation. Of course, I listen for Pistis coverage. Always appreciate the sound of reason as opposed to the more hyperbolic coverage that's out there. But this has been my background music commuting tunes for a couple weeks now. Thanks, me, uh, James. Sorry, that, he sh- yeah, no shit. You read that team. one first. Wow. Uh, well, it was the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, my God. Next one. Was the first one. That was from I Believe in Stu. Um, this one is from Buddha Frog, which is kind of... I feel like if people thought I had burners, it would be I Believe in Stu and Buddha I was going to say, I Believe in Stu. I was literally going to make a joke about, like, motherfucker, is that you? Uh, this is James, such a your fantastic... your music taste is so good. Oh, my God. Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's our birthday. Let's gas, our, let's gas ourselves <laughs> <No>. up. 
This is such a fantastic show on every level. It goes into good detail. doesn't waste too much time on nonsense. I don't know if I agree with that. Whoa, but, whoa bad episode to read that. <laughs> but allows it to be free-flowing and always brings it back to the Detroit Pistons. I think, I think we do do a good job of that. Uh, Nick has a real knowledge fandom for the Pistons, and James has a journalistic perspective and access. Plus, they get they gel so well as co-hosts. Great interaction and rapport. Great show, A+. And honestly, the best Pistons show. Thanks for doing this, and I hope you continue. I expect you'll have a lot of success covering the Pistons' rise. Thank you very much, Buddha Frog. Now let's get to the funny ones. There's a there's a COVID misinformation one in there somewhere, and it's yeah, really funny. It makes me laugh every time. This this one's I think this might be it. So the the title of the uh, review is woke. There it and is. It's a yeah. two star. It's from K Nas. You have so much promise, but make it nearly unlistenable with wokeness. That's why we don't watch ESPN and turn to pods. Masks on your cover. Previous of previous of Vax talk. How that? How's that looking now? And now, shout out vasectomies. <laughs> I st- I got some blowback for that one. I stand by that. Goodness gracious, guys! Get a, I forgot we shouted out vasectomies. You got to oh, find that for the best of. I did that, and then you were like, "Wait, what are you doing?" I remember I was. I, <laughs> we got off that pod, and I was editing it, and I was like, "I don't think James liked that." And then the next morning, I was like, "Fuck, people are mad about that." So I don't. I stand by that. I, I didn't know that, that was a mad. thing. Why? Is, why does anybody upset about what somebody decides to do with their? Oh, I know why. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, that's mass on your cover previous of vax talk and now wanted, shout out vasectomies yeah. listen dude i wanted to hang out with my friend at a at a basketball uh, game we had to wear masks i don't know what you want me to do and the picture is hard and i, it, I apologize I, I don't remember the, the twitter at of who made the edit of the cover if you listen on spotify because if you listen on uh, apple podcast it's the old one but on everything else like the athletic and everything it's the picture of us at staples center um can't believe we have that photo shout out to gavin rhodes for taking it uh photographer yes. for the pistons shout out to gavin does he still listen i love gavin yeah i think he still listens um, just name people we love <laughs> so this one i don't understand the title of the review is good pod and it has a but it has a one-star review and says a little zany at times but overall solid content but he gave us a one star maybe that was an accident did his name is did you know i don't know um oh gotcha all right, let's read three more because these are kind of funny. That one, that one was had me cracking up. I forgot he was mad we shut it off vasectomies. Um, I doubled down on that one. The hosts openly admit that they don't care about the team their podcast is about. So why should fans listen? Well, that's not really true. I admit uh, that James doesn't care about the team. No, 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 no. I, care I don't about care about winning and losing. Right. I care about the team because I, that is my livelihood. I, well, that's I true. don't care about winning and losing. Yeah. Um, drooping. This is a this is a good one from a year ago. Three star review. Getting worse by the episode as Pistons careen into the same ditch. Unfortunately, unfortunately, more banter than basketball. Annoyingly more jocular and flippant than entertaining. Always a shtick, preening, talking around issues, issues as if the audience is perpetually nineteen years old. Okay, Doctor Fucking Encyclopedia, we get it. Another one. Give it a shot. Three star. Solid place for Pistons content. Just not my type of host. That's a good one. That's fair. I like what that you, one. Are you getting something out of this? I think it's funny. I like reading okay. the negative ones. Okay. All right. I'm glad you Could you're be good. It. Needs more structure slash focus. These dudes Agreed. believe they're funnier than they are. Agreed. Well, I, no, I agree with the first part. And I also agree with the last guy about every, everything's a shtick. Everything is a bit. Perpe- yeah. Perpetually it is. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's do one more. Yeah. 
uh, and then you hit, and then you hit us with, what do you usually say before I say peace? I'm trying to find bad ones, and I'm that's yeah, not like, that's, a, that sounds like a flex, like it's quiet, and I'm trying to I'm trying to find bad ones, like they're all. Man, nobody's writing bad reviews about this show. Oh my god! I wow. mean, obviously I there are some, but like reviews. the majority are five. Like we're four. Uh, all right, I last. Can, one. I just I'm just sifting through all these reviews. I'm just I can't see past all the positive. I'm ones. a chef of 25 years. Swearing is part of our culture, but I don't understand the apparent need to say the f word just for effect. Convoluted as well. Seems unprofessional and unprepared. Cut your bun off. Take a journalism. Cl- Whoa. Why the? F- why would you read? <laughs> now I, I will. I didn't know the last part was coming. I'm sorry. I will give him the first part because. I went through, a and phase. I, we did have to have a talk about that. We did talk about this, yeah. and you were right. And, and I, I dropped knew it. An, at the I time. think I dropped an f bomb on this pod. So, well, at the no, I don't tea. think it's a problem if it comes out here and there. That's not a problem. It is, it is what it is. We're all adults. You know what it is. I whatever. But when I moved California, uh, it made me a little sassy for a couple months, and then I had to dial it back a little bit. Okay. Just in that sense, because I got yeah, really I was getting really mad better. on camera. You've yeah. been better. Well, let's go. Let's get on. Ladies here. and gentlemen, check out the trade. Check out what I'm hearing about at the Pistons at the trade deadline right now. We will catch you guys in the next one. Peace. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.